0: Hey, my name is Kelsey, and this is When I Grow Up, a podcast all about the lessons we would tell our younger selves, plus the stories of everyday people in their extraordinary lives. Get ready for some real, honest conversations about life, business, and mindset, all to help you get inspired and ready to take on the world. Whether you're starting a business, growing your empire, or seeking inspiration, I welcome you to the podcast. So pour a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and get ready for today's episode of When I Grow Up. Before we jump into this week's episode, a couple things. One, no, it's just you and me, Kelsey, hanging out. It's just going to be the two of us. So keep that in mind. Also, take a second to grab some pen and paper, because this is going to be a very helpful episode if you are somebody who writes captions or content for anything, which could be potentially all of you, everyone listening. So if that's you, if you need to grab pen and paper, cup of coffee, go do that, and come back in just a second. Okay, welcome back. So this week, I thought it would be helpful to cover one of the main questions I get all the time, slash one of the main areas I help my clients with personally, because if I am helping those people, I imagine there's a lot of you who would have the same question, and it's this, how do you write content in a way that resonates with people, and yet feels conversational at the same time. This is inspired by a lot of clients tend to send me captions or ask for my feedback on their copy, copy air quotes, meaning any words that exist. And I feel like there's a reason for it. You see, I actually love to write asterisk here. When you are a business owner and you wear all the hats, you quickly learn to prioritize certain things and outsource other things. So I don't write as much as I used to because I just don't have the time or the capacity to do it, and that's fine. But I love helping my clients communicate what they want, whether it's on Instagram or their website or an email. I feel like that's one of my superpowers. So I thought it would be helpful for you guys to talk through some do's and don'ts when it comes to writing, because at the end of the day, a lot of us are content creators. A lot of us are writing things that the world sees because of our business or even just personal interests. So I think it's an important tool to understand. There's a couple things when it comes to technical writing that have evolved over time. So a little bit about my background, it's important, kind of, is this. Something to know about that is this. I actually did journalism in high school. I was the editor of the paper, went on to do a minor in creative writing in college, studied entrepreneurship. I have written a lot in my life, and a lot of the rules that I learned along the way, I do not use. Anymore for the most part. <laughs> because here's the thing when you're writing for a website or for social media, you're not speaking in a formal way because that's not how you would speak in person, and you're trying to clearly communicate to the right people, and formal writing just doesn't do it anymore. <laughs> There's a time and place, like when you're working on a resume or a LinkedIn profile update, sure, a technical writer some real true English rules come into play there. But when it comes to writing for your business, for your brand, for your posts on social media, there is a different approach to take. And I'm here to tell you what I do and what I encourage people to do because I think this is really helpful. I would start by this. Think about the phrases and the words that you naturally say and inject them in your writing. And to do that, maybe... Maybe you're good at typing and can type it out, or maybe it's easier for you to talk into your phone and have your phone transcribe it for you. I am very much an auditory learner. If you don't know what learning style you are, you should definitely go take the test. I, off the top of my head, don't know what it's called, but it's worth figuring out what learning style you are. Go do that. But take the time to either type or voice note or something, keywords that you say often. And just recognize that because the thing is, as people are reading all of this content that exists on the internet, your stuff will start to stand out when they, when it feels like they're talking to you and they can tell that through your messaging. And I think that is one of the biggest areas I see fall short when it comes to businesses on social media or people promoting something on social media is their wording is too formal. Like I'll read it and I'm like, that's not how you would normally say that. And it doesn't mean you need to be super casual where you're cussing and all of that. As long as, I mean, if that's not your brand, don't do it. But the people who really resonate are the people who are speaking clearly and how they would hold up a camera and talk to it and how they would podcast and how they would text are all kind of the same. Those are the people that have very clear brand identity, especially when it comes to the words. And I think that's a huge help. Another point is this. People don't like reading mass amounts of text, and I am wordy in my captions, but I try to think of it this way. As long as I can provide the meat and potatoes in the first two to three sentences, I'm good, okay? And sometimes I get wordy, sometimes I tell a long story, but as long as I operate under the assumption people will probably just read the first couple sentences and as long as they're enticed or get the big picture, that's fine, but you have to know that. So therefore, if you're writing a caption for like Instagram and you take a long time to explain the main point of your caption and it's not there until the very end, no, you might be missing the mark. And this is a great segue into another point, which is sometimes a graphic can help or hurt your caption. So think of how they interact with each other. Maybe having a quote, just a simple quote, just a simple quote on a white background would be very impactful, or other times it could be distracting. Really think about what message you want to portray. Do you want someone to like this post? Do you want them to share it? Do you want them to comment their best friend's name? Do you want them to direct message you? Do you want them to go up to your bio and book an appointment? What are they doing when they read this? And is that graphic that you're going to create going to help convey that message or distract from that message and play? Give yourself some permission. Maybe you create a graphic with one caption and a week later you do the same caption with a photo and you see what one gets more engagement. Yeah, it's all you're the boss. You got to do whatever you want. There's no perfect way of doing anything. So part of that is exploring and paying attention to what works and what doesn't and adapting. But that is a huge piece of what I see, especially with my clients when I help them with their copy is just adding in those little pauses, creating italics, creating bold emphasis, how when you're reading something, you don't read it with the same tone on and emphasis on every single word. So how can we visually create that in our captions, on our website, in our newsletters? And if you're not writing a newsletter, you should be. <laughs> it's an important way to connect with your people. It's an opportunity to open up the conversation. And even if people don't engage with your newsletter, they're still seeing your name pop up in their inbox and that's helpful for your business. Also, this another big missing piece I see. No call to action. When you think of every caption, every post, every blog, every section of your website, think of it like someone's only gonna see that snapshot and what do you want them to do? If you go to my website right now, kelseymarieknudson.com, There are buttons everywhere because I want you, if you land on there for two seconds, I want you to be able to take action, whether that's listening to this podcast, congrats if you found it through there, or booking a call with me or learning more about my Grow Academy or reading my blog and then reading this other blog that connects to this blog. So the idea being that if someone is just reading a snippet of what you are writing, they know what action to take. And even if they don't take it, at least they got a little bit of value of what you from what you provided. So I encourage you to really comb through and add that intention behind your post. Specifically your website, start there if you have one. Start really reading through the copy, start thinking of ways you can conversationalize what you say and also lead people to take action how they're supposed to. And recognize it may be super obvious to you what to do, but for some people it may not be. So walk them through that. You know, if you are a hairstylist, maybe that's things like, you know, take a look around my portfolio, click here to apply for an appointment, expect a response in 24 to 48 hours. You can see how that just boom, 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 lays it out, manages expectation and lets them know like, yeah, I can book an appointment right from here. That's awesome. So be really clear. Walk them through that journey. Tell them how to do it. Tell them what to expect. That's so helpful. Also this, when you're writing, don't write in a super formal way where you're just talking about the thing. What do I mean? A lot of times I see this, I see this a lot more than I would like, which is here's a a photo of some candles I made and the comment will read something or the caption will read something like fall candle available tomorrow like what does that tell you is that exciting if you didn't know this business at all and you landed and saw that post would you know what to do with that like what does that mean what do you do with that information does that mean you can buy it tomorrow well that means I'm going to have to log back into Instagram find that business again so search them tomorrow and remember to do that I'm not going to do that so you have to remember that everything you build is going to be standalone and a quick action right rarely are you going to be just waiting around for that launch to happen. It's unclear. So be really clear on all the things that you're sharing. Be intentional with it and be creative. Have fun. Maybe give yourself some freedom. Like maybe instead of writing about that candle launching tomorrow, maybe you tell the story of how you came up with a funny name because you and your kid were working on it together. You know, create more of a moment. Create more of a memory with it. Make it unique. I feel like so many people just don't know what to say or they don't put a lot of effort into it or they're overwhelmed and that's valid. You know, not everyone likes writing and that's fine, but I just want to shake people and tell them to have a little more fun with what they say. And if you don't know how to type it out, do a live, do a reel, do something else where you are using a mode of communication that's comfortable for you. But don't just expect that the perfect formula of the right words, hitting the algorithm, and all of that will just lead to booming sales in your business. All of these things have to work in orchestra together, they all have to align together. So be intentional there. And that's where I think having copy that is a reflection of you and your heart and your style and your vibe is so helpful because it makes people trust you and they, they get to know you and they get an idea of what you're like. And what your idiosyncrasies are, and what your interests are—you know—talk about the true crime junkies that you you binged the other day. Talk about your favorite—I don't know—your secret love affair with Coors Light on a football Saturday. Talk about those little moments because that makes you human, and that's what people are looking for. And I just think words are overlooked. I think we're such visual people; we love to be entertained. We love video and we love seeing stuff, but words are powerful. So I encourage you to think about that. And one more thing that I see a lot of times is resharing other people's stuff. And that's fine. Like if you, if you're just getting started on social media and you just want to be engaging in it, you're playing, you're learning, it's fine to share other people's stuff. But what if you were the one creative creating stuff and it was your brand and it was your quote that other people were sharing like you're basically promoting their stuff for free without any kickback. So what are some things you could promote? What are some, what are some Kelseyisms? What are some things that you say consistently that you could put into a cute quote branded to your color and your font with the intention of other people sharing it? Write that down. Come up with that. Come up with that strategy. I think so many people just have writers block and they just don't know what to say. And it's not about finding the perfect words or writing a big lengthy explanation. It's just having intention and finding a way to get your words, your, your storytelling ability, your brain onto a computer or a phone in a way that people can understand and resonate with. That's really what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to. And that's what is really cool. When you see it, when you land on an Instagram and their branding is funny, and their website is just like their Instagram, and their checkout is also kind of kitschy, and they have certain words they use, and you're, you're like, oh, that's so clever, and their packaging is like that. Like, imagine that full story that is told from start to finish. That took intention. That took them being intentional and understanding what they're about and learning how to communicate that. So back to what I said earlier, if you don't know your communications or your, your learning style, understand that. So that way you can create this content in a way that's easy for you. Because it doesn't have to be this big, lengthy, overwhelming process. It's something that is totally manageable and doable inside of your business. So I encourage you to really put some intention into your words. And your new if you're writing a newsletter and you just write blocks and blocks and blocks. A paragraphs that you're just copy and pasting from your blog. Stop it. (laughs) If you're not writing a newsletter at all, start today. Just start with like a love letter to yourself and then address it to your client. Start with, with a note, a pen pal. Write it as if you're just sitting down with your best friend and giving her a quick update. Add some casualness, add some personality into your words, add some, bring some life into your brand. I'm so tired of reading and seeing these stale things everywhere because it doesn't have to be that way. Your bio doesn't have to be this boring like resume cover letter from 10 years ago. Make it funny. Make it tell a story. That's what people are looking for. We're looking for human connection now more than ever, and your business can be a part of that. It doesn't mean you have to open up your entire heart, tell your whole life story. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just giving you a permission to slip, to have some fun and share that with people and add some personality to your brand. People want that. People want that. And then also on top of that, don't be afraid to ask for something. Ask them to follow your page. Ask them to send you an email with suggestions. Ask them to engage with with your posts. Ask them to buy your product. People sometimes don't know what they're supposed to do when they land on these things. And we're being bombarded already with other businesses and brands constantly. You aren't, you aren't oversharing or asking too much by, by being direct with your messaging. You aren't, it's important. It's part of your business. You get to do it. And sometimes people don't know what the options are. So educate them. And again, back to creating some fun, adding some personality, pick topics you like talking about. If you're a hairstylist, I use that example a lot because I used to have my own hair salon. So it's just what I know. Well, if you're a hairstylist, there are a million hairstylists out there. Maybe a lot of people are really passionate about educating other hairstylists on how to do haircuts. So start to tweak your messaging to speak to those other stylists. Use that lingo. Use educational terms that hairstylists will understand. Maybe you simplify it some so that way your clients can understand the techniques too because maybe they're interested Maybe if you're like me, instead of talking about hair, you talk about business. Yes, you're a hair salon page. Yes, you post photos of hair, but maybe you start to talk about business or you share stories of your clients and their amazing journeys. What are some ways that we can reinvent your brand so that way you're writing stuff that excites you? That's what it comes down to because you don't have to just be like everybody else. You are your own business. And you get to write things and share things that excite you because it's a lot easier to talk about something you're interested in. So I encourage you to do some things today. I encourage you to do some soul searching. Think about what keywords, what phrases, what little, again, Kelseyisms do you use daily and write them down so you're aware of them. And then I encourage you to just comb through your website. See if there's some things you can tweak. See if there's some updates you can make. Is it clear if I land in the middle of your website, do I know where to go for more? Do I know what more is? If I land on page three, your about page, is there somewhere for me to go from there? Think of the fact that not everyone's going to go through every single page the way that you think they would. Maybe someone just lands on your contact page. Is it clear on how they should contact you? Do a little audit on your business. And then lastly, for your social media, same thing. Have some fun. Write stuff you're passionate about. Be playful. Direct people. Again, you know, sometimes it's as simple as like, hey, I've had a tough day and I want you to know it's going to be okay. So I encourage you to just take some time for you today. That's a call to action. It doesn't always have to be, you know, schedule me for your next wedding or buy some candles, link in my bio. It doesn't always have to be a sales pitch. But just have some journey. You're taking people down with your words. That way, if if they truly do read all of it, they know where to go. They know what to do next. If they just land on that one post and they stumble on your page, there's this web that happens where they have all these different actions they can take, but they all point to you and your business. Be intentional with that. And really, lastly, sorry, this is just like a very specific critique I have. But take the time to write a good bio that you're excited about. Instagram, Facebook, any of those does not matter. If someone just reads a quick little snippet about you and your business, they should know exactly what you're about. And I see a lot of people have things that are just really hmm, not exciting for lack of a better term. So I encourage you to have some fun with that too. Make it a little personable. Make it a little fun. Make it Make them really understand why they're there and what you do and what you can do for them. Use it as a tool. It's a tool. It's another way for people to connect. So if you're hung up on words, if this is, this just feels overwhelming, Kelsey, you're like, Kelsey, I don't like writing voice message. You can transcribe from your phone on so many different apps and platforms, voice message it or type it out and then have someone else edit it. Send it to me, but I just think words are so important. I think it's a great tool in your business. I think that it can be transformative. I've had so many people reach out and be like, Kelsey, that post spoke to me. And that's my goal. When I write a post, I picture someone sitting on the other end of that phone, reading it and being like, that's me. Like, that's what I want people to feel. So I encourage you to do that for you, whether you're creating content or you have a business, any writing that you're doing. What do you want people to feel and what do you want them to do? answer those two questions and know that it's not just about finding the right photo. It's not just about creating the right reel that goes viral. Words are part of that conversation too, and they they deserve some attention, and that's why we are giving them attention today. So that's all I have for you guys today. I hope you take some time to really freshen up your verbiage, have some fun with it, breathe some of your personality into your your branding. That includes the words too. It's not just about the colors and the pictures and stuff. It's also about what you say. And let me know in the comments below here if there's other podcast episodes and styles and questions you would like answered. As always, I so appreciate you guys. Please take the time to leave a review. That would mean the world to me on iTunes. It's when I grow up pod, of course. And I'm just so excited for you and your journey, your writing journey. If you ever need another set of eyes, you know who to reach out to. But until the next episode, go get to writing, my friends. You got this. And that's a wrap. Thank you for hanging out on this week's episode of When I Grow Up with your host, Kelsey, aka me. As always, I love what I do, and it's because of you. Be sure to check out the website, kelseymarieknudson.com slash podcast for today's show notes. And don't forget to leave a review on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. That's all for now. Catch you next time on When I Grow Up.